On this episode, we're talking the latest Halloween Ends trailer. Yes, there was another one. We're talking Friday the 13th, Hellraiser, and more. But first, I went to the movie theater and saw myself a little horror movie. So let's talk about that. That's what's sparking this whole impromptu episode this week. No Jim. No Jim on this one. He'll be back for the big Halloween Ends. Review. Recap. So when we look at this Halloween Ends trailer later this episode, he's not going to be here. Counting digits, looking for rings. Looking at knuckles. That's the hairiest knuckle. I know who else has a hairy knuckle. Fucking Lonnie. So we're not going to have Jim for this one. So I went to my local Imagine Theater. You got to fight over my love now. You got to fight over my love, my loyalty. Who wants it? Local Marcus Theater. Imagine's moving up the rankings. I, I only went to Imagine because I was hungry. And they serve you food. I mean, like, they bring it to you in the theater. They just, they lock it down in the cup holder, little tray, little feeding tray for your fat fucking mouths. And I was, I had some chicken tendies, you know, while I was hungry. So I said, serve me up some chicken tenders. I did that after I gave blood. So I was like, you know what? I'm already in in a horror mood. I got to see bags of blood. And I kept hearing about this movie called Barbarian. The Barbarian? No, just Barbarian. 2022. I just kept hearing whispers, Barbarian. It's pretty good, Barbarian. It's kind of crazy as fuck, Barbarian. I said, what the fuck? All right, fine. So I literally sat down for this movie not knowing anything i knew justin long was in it that was the one thing i knew uh justin long was in it because i saw something about him doing press and somebody made fun of his mustache or something uh but that that was it otherwise horror movie barbarian go didn't know if it was a supernatural movie if there were ghosts goblins demons monsters serial killers i didn't know and i'll tell you what You've probably heard plenty of people say this shit, but it's true. Going in blind on a movie is so much fun. It's so much fun. Especially if it's a horror film, because you know it's a horror film, so it's going to be scary. But if that's all you know, that's fuck. It's nerve-wracking, because I'm like, is this like real-world dangers? Like, how supernatural is this about to get? Because it's starting to get like scary. I was getting, it was getting scary. Um, so I do recommend going into movies blind, which I know is hypocritical since we're, I'm about to break the fuck down that new Halloween Ends trailer. We ain't going in blind to that. We're going in with our eyes wide open. But Barbarian, after you know, I get my chicken tendies, I'm having a good time. Movie starts, and, and I'm going to keep this spoiler free. Whew. Wish I didn't say that. Uh, I'm going to keep this spoiler free. Because I want you to go in, you know, relatively blind. I'm just going to kind of hype it up a little bit for you. You know how I do. You know how I do. I try to get you excited for the horror movie. Go see a horror movie. And there's this young lady. And she's in the car. And she's trying to get situated at this Airbnb. And I'm just sitting there going, I don't know what kind of threats 
are on the horizon here. I don't know who I'm supposed to be afraid of. And then Bill Skarsgård shows up. Uh, he's the gentleman who plays Pennywise the Dancing Clown. So Bill Skarsgård shows up. And I'm like, oh, I get it. I know who I'm supposed to be afraid of. Um, but he's good. I love Bill Skarsgård. I, I'd like to see a lot more of him out of makeup. Out of makeup. He's got a very... A dramatic face, expressive face is, was the word, not dramatic, he's got a dramatic face. This is what happens when Jim's not here. To rein me in, dramatic face. He's got a very expressive face, I, I, I like him quite a bit. And all I will say for Barbarian, because I, I, I don't want to do you a disservice. Going with an open mind, going the only... The only other thing I heard about Barbarian, you know, the whispers, is that it was crazy. They said it was wild. I think I heard I heard the word wild. Wacky. No, I don't think it was wacky. But they, I, I kept hearing it described using words that are right up my alley. I said, it's wild? It's crazy? It's a horror movie that's crazy? I'm on board. And it was a scary little jaunt, an hour and 40 minutes, like all horror films should be. Mmm, all horror films right there. That's a sweet spot. And it, it had plenty of scares. More than a few occasions where I'm just kind of, I'm not covering my eyes, I just have an itch. Don't mind me not looking at the screen, I just got a little bit of an itch right there. Oh, the scary thing happened, suddenly the itch is gone, and I'm looking at the screen. A lot of those those moments of dread, the tension, the dark hallways. Though, is there something in the corner there? What is that? Oh my God, what is that? Did you see it? I saw it. No shit. A lot of scary stuff. Uh, there's definitely some twists and turns along the way that I wouldn't say will ruin it for you, but it's best left experienced watching the actual movie. So, yeah, just consider this. A pretty stiff recommendation for Barbarian. Written and directed by Zach Krager, who I didn't know who that was. I had, I had to Google it. I Googled it. And he's a, he's one of the whitest kids that you should know from that, that old sketch group. He is a white kid that you should definitely know. And he doesn't have a lot of horror on his filmography, I figured. Because there's always, there is a, a huge crossover in comedy and horror I've noticed this so I was like that, that didn't surprise me but I was a, a little bit surprised that this was pretty much the only big horror thing on his resume and this also seemed to be his major writing slash directing debut like he's got credits like the, the man's got his credits but this is a big one this is like a little studio film big budget it's in theaters this is a big one so it almost feels like his little coming out party. And I'm on board. Zach Kreger. I will watch what horror film you do next. I will say this about Barbarian. That the sets, the locations, the design. Just top notch. Some of the best I, I've seen in, in the horror film since the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How about that? You like that? You like it when I say that? Man, it was it was it was very pleasing to the eye. 
uh, it set the scene. I just, I just think everybody did, did a really good job. The main lady, protagonist lady, I want to give her a shout out here. Georgina Campbell as Tess Marshall. I, I'm not familiar with her work. I thought she was awesome. She was in Black Mirror. That's why she did look familiar because everything else I have not seen on here. Uh, ooh, Broadchurch. Oh, she was in Broadchurch? Holy shit. Damn. Um, yeah, she was great. And I, I want to see more of her. I want to see more of I want to see more of Justin Long. Justin Long's character, by the way. Hilarious. Ooh, hilarious in good ways, bad ways. They, they definitely did some good character work. There's not a lot of characters in this movie. But what they, they, they did a great job with what they had. Uh, some of the locations also serve as characters. So go and check this one out. I've been wanting to see this since Black Phone. I think there might have been a trailer for that that didn't show too much. And I said, yeah, all right, Barbarian, sure, why not? And... Yeah, I heard a bunch of good things. I had some time. I can't wait. You know what I'm, and I might, what I might do tomorrow, actually. Because another thing that's got me hyped up, and I know this episode's really, I'm real scatterbrained today. But another reason I'm hyped up about going to the movies, seeing the horror movies, is fucking Movie Pass is back. Movie Pass is back now for those who have listened to our silly little podcast throughout the years the decade the decade of podcasting jim and myself i was in on movie pass when it first existed and i was one of the people that drove that platform into the the ground because i used it and they did not think a human being could see 10 movies in a month and i did easily not a problem thank you and now it's 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 coming back. I've got some uh, I got some emails about it from Movie Pass. They said, "Stay tuned. You're you're going to be one of the guys." So can't wait for that. So I, I really have my eyes on the my eyes on the pulse. Jesus Christ, my finger on the pulse of what horror movies are out there right now and what I might do tomorrow. And boy, I wish that Movie Pass was back so I could stop just fucking spending money for the theaters orphan first kill last kill orphan first kill is another movie that i keep hearing about like believe it or not it's actually really good and i'm going to get you the rotten tomatoes of it because that was one of the things that got me to see a Barbarian was the Rotten Tomato score, which is like 90. Uh, Orphan First Kill has a 74%, which not terrible for a horror movie, especially a, a, a sequel to a movie that nobody really wanted the sequel for. Um, so if people whisper it, I, I go see it. I don't listen to people being all loud and shit, but apparently if you whisper a movie's good, that gets me into the theater. Uh, 92% for Barbarian, by the way, on Rotten Tomatoes. That seems pretty good. That seems pretty good. 
So go go see those horror films when you can. Well, maybe not Orphan because I can't I can't vouch for that one just yet. But do go see Barbarian. All right, that's that's the end of that. That's the end of that part. Next part of the podcast, please. Friday the thirteenth. Let's talk Friday the thirteenth just for a minute because I I feel that we need to do our dear slasher villains the service of curbing expectations. I've been seeing a lot on social medias, on Facebook. New Friday the 13th's coming out. They're making a new Friday the 13th. Woo! They are not making a new Friday the 13th right now. Will it happen? Probably. In the next couple years, ooh, fingers crossed, I hope so. I certainly hope so. But they're not doing anything right now. And I, I, I've i seen multiple threads where somebody gets super amped up, make a new Friday the 13th, and then people have to correct them in like comments. And all these people are so disappointed. Like, oh, man, you made me think there's a new Friday the 13th. There's not. Not right now. But that that's something to look forward to because I do think we're going to see it I do think we're, we're going to be past that lawsuit stuff real quick here and they're going to get back to making money and it's a good time because we're, we're wrapping up here with Big Mike so let's get Jason involved here we're, we already got his new Hellraiser coming out like, get Jason back in the game give him his hockey mask give him his stick back on the ice so just wanted to curb some expectations uh, on Friday the 13th uh, speaking of Hellraiser some of these uh, episodes that I do solo turn into fucking book reviews a uh, little slash reveal book club uh, I read the Hellbound Heart which is the novella um, that Hellraiser is based from Clive Barker's novella the Hellbound Heart and real short read, you know, novella. So it's like 30,000 words, easy, easy. Audiobook that, it's like an hour and a half, done. Uh, you can find it on YouTube actually as well. So just YouTube audiobook, uh, Hellbound Heart, and just, you know, be done with it on a spooky night when you're carving a pumpkin or you're decorating, you're putting up the Halloween decorations in the house. You can listen to a podcast, sure, but why not? put on Clive Barker's The Hellbound Heart and just enjoy that gruesome gory little tale because it's pretty much there's some minor differences from the movie but it's still Hellraiser you still get your Cenobites I don't really remember Pinhead being anything there's just there's there's four Cenobites and then there's the engineer at the end he just shows up and is like hey I'm the engineer. Who's got this box? You. Oh, be careful with that box now. And that's, you, th you think I'm doing a bit, but not only is that pretty much verbatim, but that's almost uh, also the voice that the actor uses in the Audible, audio version of that. This is Audible. And this is that box. You better be careful with that box or you keep pressing it. They're going to show you pleasures. But they don't know the difference between pleasure and pain. Oh, I'm the engineer. Hellbound Heart, give it a read. 
Give it a listen. I wasted a fucking Audible credit on that. I was like, oh shit, this is like two hours? I wasted a credit for that? I could have YouTubed it. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. I, I just wanted to hear those sweet Cenobite voices. Because they do some um, fun effects on the Audible version. And then they, get you, they hit you with the engineer at the end. It's like, ah, shit. We're running out of boxes. Checking my notes here. Checking my notes. Friday the 13th, we did that. We did that. Everything's good here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we get to Halloween ends, this is a real short, impromptu episode. I'm just, I'm just excited. And we do have to address the elephant in the room. That is uh, this Halloween ends latest trailer. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to keep the hype train going. Because there's a lot of good horror movies coming out. There's just a lot of... We're all doing shit. We're all working on stuff. I'm working on my little horror book. That should be coming out next year. Jim's back into music, it looks like. Who saw that coming? Everyone? Yep, you called it. Can't keep that guitar out of that man's hands. What are you doing? What are you thinking? Uh, But these movies coming out in the next month or two here, we, we are fucking loaded beside your Halloween ends we've got Pearl the prequel to Ty West's X which was filmed at the same time during quarantine uh, the early reviews and stuff are good saying that it makes uh, X even better because it has some of the same characters so uh, instead of that situation where a movie dampens the original almost ruins the original a little bit this one strengthens the original and I would expect nothing less. As you know, I'm, I'm just a huge Ty West fanboy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I just, if it's good, it's good. Not like when people make good shit. Ty West, keep it up. I will see Pearl in theaters. That'll probably be it. That might warrant an episode as well, because I'll be very excited. And this is just how I am when I leave the movie theater. I just want to come home. I, I want to do podcasts. I want to write. I just want to, I just want to get to work. So Pearl. We still have the Orphan First Kill. Go check that out if you if you want to risk it. I can't vouch for it just yet. Give me a day. Give me a day. Smile. This movie, Smile. This is another one I've been trying to avoid trailers of. And it didn't work. I saw a little too much of one of the trailers. And they kind of ruined it. Because people are, you know, smiling and it's the creep. Everyone's doing a creepy smile, and you're like, oh, "That's unnerving." You know, what's that about? Ish. And then they fucking even in the trailer, and I'm gonna spoil it for you because they spoiled it for me. And I'm vindictive. But the, when the lady says, "Oh, when it possesses you, this you smile, you smile when, when it possess, when you possess, you smile." So I guess. All those people in the, the trailer, when they're smiling like that, the, the spirits got them. Now, maybe the spirit bounces to and fro. I don't know. But I do know that we're dealing with a supernatural, demonic sort of entity. And that's unfortunate because I would have liked to go in a little more blind than that. But still looks good. Do want to see that. So, Smile. Dark Harvest is coming out soon. Now, this is based off a book, uh, which I read last month. It is very good. It's it's a it's, it should be a very good Halloween season film. You know, 
it's going to be spooky and symbolic. It is the best way to describe this movie. It's it's like Shirley Jackson's Lottery, the Lottery, but for Halloween. Like that's just how they should be promoting that, and that's all you need to say. And just go go see it. Just go see it. My best friend's Exorcism comes out this year, and that I didn't know that. There's another uh, good book that I enjoyed uh, from Grady Hendrix, My Best Friend's Exorcism. This guy has some of the best book cover art that you'll see in the horror genre. All all his covers are awesome. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed My Best Friend's Exorcism. And I think this one's a Netflix. So we're good. We're good. Because we've all got Netflix. or know somebody with a Netflix password. So we're doing all right. So there's still plenty of horror films to check out here. We still have, what, four or five months left this year? But I will warn you, the start of 2023 is not looking too great. So enjoy this. Enjoy this jam-packed late 2022 horror film season because it is going to end eventually. (laughs) Uh, It's going to end in January. Ah, fuck you. Ah, fuck you. It's January. Now, let's talk about this new latest Halloween Ends trailer and get on out of here. Nice little short bite-sized snack size Slashville episode for you guys. Now, I'm going to try my best to link the video in descriptions. So it should be on all our Facebook and however you're listening to this. Hopefully, I, I, I hooked you up. But it's not hard to find the Halloween Ends TV spot. It is 28 seconds long. The one that I have is from uh, Chef Hawk. He's uploaded this for us. Thank you, Chef Hawk. Um, so just in case you – I didn't link it. Now you know how to find it. So I'm probably going to throw this up on our YouTube channel as well. This is going to be uh, somewhat visual, as you might imagine, because we're watching the trailer. It's just 28 seconds, but there is a lot to unpack in 28 seconds. I feel I should FaceTime Jim so he can point out fingers for me. All right, let's kick it off here. Uh, right away, the first image that you get it's in Halloween. this uh, Halloween Ends TV spot it's just some of that B-roll, so just some of those establishing shots on the street, trick or treating. I've mentioned it before. I just, I love it. I'm a sucker for it. I just, I can't get enough of it. And then we get a young man. We're gonna run this back a couple times here, folks. It's Halloween. We're gonna have a good time tonight. It's Halloween. We're gonna have a good time tonight. It's Halloween. We're going to have a good time tonight. It's Halloween. We're going to have... Now, who's saying this? What's going on? What, what's the context of any of this shit? Now, th- this is where... I guess... We, we, I, don't know how, I don't know how else to say it. I guess we get to see him. They're showing, they're showing us him in the trailer, in this TV spot. Uh, Corey Cunningham. Where if you you listen to our other breakdown, where we had to spoil some things in order to do it, uh, it looks like all those Michael Myers scenes in this movie are, in fact, not going to be Michael Myers. Um, There's going to be a young man dressed as Michael Myers doing Michael Myers shit. 
Uh, his name's Corey Cunningham, and here he is. Here he is, looking like a little bit of a dweeb. Um, and I'll be honest, I dig it. I kind of dig it because I'm nervous about this whole plot line, this whole uh, you know copycat. Who is the boogeyman? What is the boogeyman? Evil never dies, or does evil die tonight? Who? It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell when evil's gonna die if it ever does. Certainly wasn't that night. Seems like uh, false advertising because he's certainly survived that night. Uh, so here's Corey Cunningham. Definitely, we've got two people behind him. Maybe his parents. Maybe. Uh, the parents of the folks that he's babysitting, as we know, as what we think we know, uh, Corey is going to be babysitting a, a young man, a little boy, young man. Let's fucking relax. Let's relax a little bit. He's babysitting a child. Uh, and something unfortunate happens to the child. Everybody points fingers at this kid and XYZ, sewers, Michael gets him, uh, more XYZ, and he's Michael. Whoo! Oh, laundry's done. Ain't got time for that. We're talking about Corey. Now, that's what makes the most sense to me. I, I'm sure there's been dozens of breakdowns on this fucking trailer by now. We're always a week late and a dollar short here in Slasherville. Um, but that would, this definitely looks like probably the parents of the kid he's babysitting. And he's probably talking to the kid himself. Hey, we're going to have a good time, little Billy. It's Halloween. We're going to have a good time tonight. We're going to have a good time tonight. So he's just, he's just being a good babysitter. So we get our first look at Corey. Look, Corey Cunningham. Um, one thing to note, and I've been, I've, I've noted this internally for a while inside of myself. He's not a big guy. Corey is not a big dude. And I think some of that we're starting to see a little bit more in, in these flashes that they're showing us throughout these trailers, you know, cause when he's like eye to eye, with Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's like, all right, well, you might not be the tallest. And she is on the tallest. She's not a short woman by any means. But he's not a hulking figure. He's like, he's a high school boy. He's a high school boy. So we get a good look at him. And, and one of my concerns was uh, this kind of like uh, an incel motivation. I don't want him to be... Hey, nobody likes me. I'm an outcast. She won't have sex with me, so here I go killing. It's like, fuck you, man up. Michael didn't kill because somebody wouldn't have sex with him. He killed because he was driven to do it. He needed to do it. Mm. So uh, as long as they don't go deep with those sorts of motivations, I'm okay with it, but it, it's... And we're going to get into it. We're not done here. We still have 27 more fucking seconds to go in our trailer breakdown. Uh, it does look like they're going to be riding that line. And it's it's all going to be execution. So fingers fucking crossed. Uh, so right after this Corey clip, we get... We're going to have a good time tonight. A very, very, 
very clean, a very, very, very white Shatner mask. Our, this little clip here is the cleanest, whitest Michael Myers mask I've seen in about 16 years. So what does this mean, folks? What Now, first off, I've, I've paused it here at four seconds. You might think, okay, flashback? They've done that before. Why not? I'm, I, it very well might be the case. And this is where not having Jim here hurts the cause a little bit, but it, it be what it be. And if he gives me some notes, then hell, maybe we'll get a little follow-up. But look at the hand. There we go. This is this is where Jim would shine. Look at the old fingers. We've got we've got some uh, some older fingers here now. Could this be from 1978? Could this be Corey finding the mask? I don't think so. He's not going to find that mask. That mask no longer exists. That mask is all burned up. So this would lead me to believe, just logically, because the fucking mask isn't burned. That this was before the mask was burnt. Um, so maybe a little bit of some flashback stuff. And that's exciting. You guys have heard me say multiple times how much I enjoy the flashbacks in Halloween Kills. I think it's the best part of that film. Besides the, the murders. Some really good murders. Um, so, and I said, if you just made me a whole fucking 78 flashback movie from alternate angle, I'd watch it. Well, give me, a, it looks like they're going to give me a taste. They're giving me a little bit of a taste. And I'm on board with that. So that's what I think's going on there. If you think I'm way off, uh, maybe I, whoops, I did a little whoopsie. Just let me know. Let it, comment, uh, leave a message, do, do all the things, uh, smarten us up, but that's what that would lead me to believe. Moving on. The boogeyman is coming. We hear that throughout this this little uh, teaser, and it's awesome. It really sets the tone. Now, oh, look, would you, would you look at that? I happened to pause it here at the five-second mark. This might be the biggest, hugest snippet. From this trailer, for me, at least for me, I mean, you see it, right? Do you, you see what? Do you see what I see? It's Mike. It's Mike, wearing a beanie hat at a hobo camp with a coat. At a hobo camp with a coat. Don't tell Jim. Jim does not like it when our slashers wear coats. It's gonna get hot. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong, folks. That certainly looks like a scarred up eye. It looks like an old man with not a lot of hair. It looks like James Jude Courtney. It looks like they just kind of told us, kind of, how Mike is still alive, where Mike has been. The last couple of years here, could you fucking imagine? Could oh, I would hate. I'd hate to be a homeless person on the on their worst on the best day. But to share a hobo camp with Michael Aubrey Myers, oh lord! Oh, he's here. He comes, guys. Just fucking. I'm walking the other way. 
I saw what he did to, to Toad. You see what he did to, to old Toady? Fucking ripped his throat out. Took his beans. Fuck this guy. I'm leaving. So they, they, they gave us a little bit. Now, one of my theories, and it, it might still be relevant, because one thing that we never talked about in our previous Halloween Ends trailer breakdown, we didn't talk a lot about uh, the radio the radio tower. Oh, this mysterious radio tower, and they added it into the, some scenes, and it's going to be a part of this movie, a radio tower. We didn't talk about it at all last time. And I had thought, you know, that's kind of where he's kind of holed up. Now, that could still be the case. Maybe the, the hobo camp is set up, like, right near the radio tower, and they're all getting fucking cancer. Real nice guys, real smart. Um, so maybe that's still the case. Maybe it's not, but I can't wait to see how the radio tower co comes into play because so it's been made such a big fucking deal, um, mostly by fans. But they added it to the movie. They added it to 1978. You don't add stuff like a physical building to 1978 unless you have a fucking reason to do so. So it's a Chekhov's radio tower. It's writing 101. So here's Mike, guys. He's at a fucking uh, hobo camp. If I'm wrong, let me know. But goddamn, I can't. I, when I saw it, I went, <gasps> what the fuck? Um, cause you know, theories are like, oh, he's not very strong. He's weak. Like he barely is able to maybe get Corey. Uh, obviously, I mean, he doesn't get Corey cause Corey lives in and takes his mask and shit. So maybe we get to see a, a weak Michael Myers. I don't know. I, oh man, I just don't know. All right. Keeping it going. Halloween. Um, we get just some flashes, some scenes. We get uh, that opening POV shot from uh, the previous trailer. We get Laurie Strode. And it's definitely new Laurie Strode going up the stairs. And she look. Well, how does she look? What do you th what do you think that look is? Is it is it fear? Is it rage? Is it contempt? There, it's there's there's a look there. And then of course they hit you with some some trailer trickery. Suddenly Michael's behind her with with a knife. And is it Michael? Is it Corey? And then we get another shape. Looks like he's leaving that property. Or walking in. This might also be that other property with that lady, which we will get to here in a second. Let's remember this uh, this Amityville fucking door here. All right, let's remember that. Este Halloween. I think that means Halloween ends. And then we get some more flashes. Now this has Hobo Camp written all over it. Ten seconds. Oh boy. I don't know what I'm going to do with this movie, guys. Because as hard as we tried to love Halloween kills, it, it is a little, a little too flawed. There's a little, a little too much fat in, on it. This, 
I mean, I, 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 I like it. I like it quite a bit. The only thing that I'm really nervous about is, is the incel pot potentiality. But I, we, we're, in theory, if this is correct, we're going to see Michael Myers fucking about at a hobo camp. And I think this is a cop running. So, yeah, he, he's fucking, this is, old Toadie got his throat stabbed out for for his beans. And that's, yeah, that's, that's dangerous stuff. Dangerous stuff. So, I think that's part of the hobo camp. Uh, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Leads maybe down to the sewer. Is this our boy? Is this Corey running from bullies and then Michael gets him? Let's let's try to take a look. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to, all right. We're doing it. So we're doing it. I just want to see if it looks like a cop or if, it, if this could be Corey. He's got a flashlight, which leads me to believe cop because they always have flashlights about. I don't know. I don't know about that one. There, there there's gonna be options. Next little snippet here. It's me get to get the audio back in. The next little bit of new footage snippet uh, is Allison at a party at a dance club, maybe. She looks worried. She looks worried. Now this does coincide with what we have heard from uh, screenings. We didn't talk, and we didn't talk about this last time either. So more spoilers for Halloween ends uh, regarding Corey. Uh, Corey and Allison kind of hook up. They're both in I forgot what it was exactly, but like therapy or it was a group or something like that and they, they kind of bond over trauma because he he gets he has his issues because people th blame him for that little boy dying so he's got his own issues and of course she's got her you know michael myers issues that she's dealing with and her her parents are killed by that, that madman uh, and they bond and apparently they do go out to a dance club and then he leaves and becomes Michael Myers. Anyway, but this does look like the dance scene, the club scene. And she does look nervous. Maybe some people came to like rally him up and he, he bails and then turns into Michael Myers. Uh, we'll, we'll fucking see. But clearly dance club. Another, we've seen this shot before, uh, this little uh, upward angle. Looking up at Mike and clear, big ass, big ass turtleneck, uh, which leads us to believe... Uh, Corey, we get to see another angle of this bus and a character scared as shit. Scream. Good scream, by the way. So many contenders for scream of the year. Um, but good for her. And then we get a mob of people, which uh, I don't like seeing that because I swear to God, if even one of these motherfuckers say the words, evil dies tonight. I'm throwing my popcorn at the screen. I'm throwing it. But yeah, this is something. They're mounted up for something. Maybe they're looking for Mike. Maybe they're looking for Corey. I don't know. And we get another one of these shots from inside uh, one of Lori's showdowns. Lori fights two Michael Myers in this movie. Jesus Christ. She probably thought like, all right, one more movie. 
I just gotta fight this guy one more time, and then I'm fucking free from this franchise. We're actually you're gonna fight him twice, and then oh, a third time, because we're gonna do that 78 flashback from another angle. So you're actually gonna fight him a third time. Uh, she's like, oh fucking Christ. Uh, but it is Turtleneck Jones over here. This is a so probably Corey. We're looking for the ring. We're always, always looking for the ring. He's got a good, he's got a good creepy gait to him. Like if you're gonna take up the mantle of the boogeyman, it's a good boogeyman walk. Let's watch it again. Look at that. <laughs> I'm putting over this kid taking one step. He nobody takes one step like old Corey. All right. We get please help me. All right. Now this is all right. Let's break this down. This oh man. All right. So we got this guy here. Is he a dad? Is is he at work? Is he in an office? Is he in a residence? I see a fish tank. Because David Gordon Green loves fish tanks because it's a way to do artificial light. Easy. Pro move. Um, don't... I can't really put a lot of this other stuff together. We've got some sort of canned... Something here. Is it shaving cream? Wasp hornet? Wasp and hornet. So maybe this is a bathroom of some type. I don't I don't fucking know. What I do know, this kid's scared. He's he's uh he probably fucked with the wrong uh glasses wearing teenager. We'll move on and then we get that. Michael Myers coming for you. They didn't tell you this was shot in 3D. So we get a real quick look of Michael trying to grab us. Here we go. You ready? 16 second mark. Ah. Terrifying. Look at. Ooh. And he reaches his hand out. He's coming for you. Obviously, I would imagine Corey. Corey gets down the sewers. In the cave, the sewer cave dweller, and he turns the wrong corner, and this and this is what you see. That f- <laughs> I wish that wasn't in the trailer. I wish it wasn't in the trailer. They waited so long for the trailers anyway, they should have just done no trailers. And then we get lower. It's time to put the boogeyman to bed. It's time to put the boogeyman to bed. Boogeyman to bed killer line and then we get more Allison she closes a door we get we get the old uh, medicine cabinet mirror gag even if it's not a medicine cabinet uh, turtleneck so she's gonna have a showdown I would imagine I imagine that's the sea dog good scream she still screams well that looked like the burnt ass Michael Myers that so Alright, so they so they threw in another little clip of the kitchen fight. Good for them. And then we get another shot of Hawkins and Gang. We, this was in the other trailer where they're outside and they're like, oh shit, we need to get inside. And is it the, from the babysitting incident? Is it from a Lori Strode? We'll, we'll find out. 
uh, the st- we get a not Stranger Things kid again from the previous trailer. Probably watching that maybe that girl who just did a scream get fucking murdered. Oh, I hope the murders are good. Oh, we earned it, man. We we worked so hard. Just have those murders be good. Um, and then let's talk about this. Let's talk about the 24-second mark. Because this is where things are a little weird for me. Because I, I talked about how he doesn't seem very big, right? But he seems kind of big there. And this is supposed to be Corey, I believe. Because I do think this is modern day. And I it doesn't look like burnt up jacket ass Michael Myers. So oh, is he wearing lifts there? I, I don't know. But what I wanted to talk about was this redheaded woman. Because there are two popular theories. Uh, Jim had mentioned that, oh, probably, you know, the the mother of maybe the babysitting, the babysitter, you know, parents. Which, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and reference that. Redhead there, no. Yeah, that's definitely a different lady. Definitely a different lady. I've heard a theory. And I... If this is Michael Myers, it it makes sense. So in Halloween Ends, flashback, or Halloween Kills, flashback, uh, 1978, cops pull over. And they're like, kids, what the fuck are you doing? He murdered two, two, three teenagers down the street. And drives off, and it's fucking hilarious, even though I don't think it was meant to be. Um, But Lonnie's being bullied by those McPoyles, or whatever the fuck they're called, McDermott's. And you had, you know, you had that that rough-looking redheaded girl. That redheaded girl is is this her? Is this that redheaded girl from the 1978 flashback grown up? If so, why does she die? Why why is she getting got? Or is it just an, a a quinky dink? Of all quinkidings, because Michael doesn't really go after people vendetta style. Like the whole Laurie Strode thing, just just happenstance, and then uh, Sartain, you know, manifested the rest of it. But he's not really going out of his way for these people. He's certainly not going out of the way for for some bully girl. But you introduce these characters in one of your movies, so people are going to theorize maybe it's that person. I don't know. I, I'm not going to make a huge guess either way because it doesn't make sense. That theory, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, mostly because of this angle where it, it's it's probably Corey. So it's going to be somebody modern time that he actually does have a vendetta against. So maybe it is babysitter mom like Jim had said. But we'll fucking find out in like 30 days. We're there. Guys, we are there. It's, it's the final countdown. I'm so excited. Um, but good strength. It's 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 great to see the classic Michael Myers pinning you against the wall. A lot of lot of upper body strength. Lot lot of traps. You know, traps and lats right there. Good core. Hold her up. Hold her up like that. Um, 
So hopefully that's a good murder. Oh, I, I guess we'll just get to see it. So there, all right, let's take a look. We got turtleneck, which leads me to believe Corey. But he fucking, he does a good stab. Let's look. And eat shit. Oh, and he does the head tilt. Like, the, he is taking on, and, and he doesn't know about head tilts. Or maybe Michael shows him head tilts. Says, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it like a pro, kid. That's what again. Good stab. And you can actually see his eyes a little bit. And this is something that they got away from quite a bit in the last one. When they were going full Michael Myers shape, even though they had shown us this human man outside of the mask multiple times, they did... They they did darkened eyes. It was just just black, just blackness. The devil's eyes. And but with this, you can kind of see a little bit more. It's like it's a kid wearing a mask. And he does the fucking head. Halloween too. It's Halloween. We're gonna have a good time tonight. It's Halloween. We're gonna have a good time tonight. I'm gonna say that so many goddamn times. Walking into that theater. It's Halloween. We're going to have a good time tonight. So there it is, folks. Just a, a little impromptu episode with the, the, the TV spot breakdown. We got some snippets. We got to see fucking Michael Myers as a hobo. Uh, we got to see a real good look at Corey uh, without the mask and with the mask, it looks like, at the end there. So I, I just wanted to, to do our due diligence and not we, we couldn't just not speak on it. So that's what this episode was all about. <clears throat> Next episode will very likely be the Halloween Ends uh, film discussion uh, the, the day after Jim and I see it. I mean, well, it might be a couple days. Oh, we're going to have to simmer for a couple days. Fuck. We're just going to record it in the parking lot. Um, if I got any of... The, those theories or clips wrong in, in that little breakdown, please let me know. Mostly because I want to know what the fuck's going on. Um, otherwise, guys, <laughs> you know we love you. You know we miss you, and we're going to be sprinkling in more episodes as the year goes on because we just can't help ourselves. And we miss you, goddammit. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm... Zach Gregor. <laughs>